Hey everybody, Sam here. Just wanted to jump on here real quick before we get into the interviews and say a couple of things. First off, just wanted to thank everybody for the support over the last two weeks. It's been overwhelming. The response has been absolutely fantastic. So thank you guys. I hope you guys keep listening, keep downloading, keep sharing it with your friends. It means the world to me and Brad that we can uh, make an impact on so many people. So we're going to try to keep it rolling again. Thank you so much for, for the shares and everything. Keep them going. Second off, just wanted to thank all the people that I that let me interview them this weekend. It's kind of tough being my first round at a, a major event. I know a decent amount of people in the pits, but it's hard for me still to walk up to some of these pro guys and, hey, I just started a podcast last week. Will you uh, do an interview with me? So, appreciate everybody who uh, helped me out this weekend, helped me boost my confidence. A massive shout out to Ryder Lafferty. He took a bunch of time out of his day on Friday afternoon and, and sat down and talked to me and we recorded a decent bit of it and I messed up and it didn't record. So, it all worked out. Thankfully, Ryder uh, got the win this weekend, XC2 here at Camp Coker. Got to catch up with him after the win, get a few words awesome to see a local kid that i grew up watching uh make it on the big stage and and really seem to be putting it together so again thanks Ryder. appreciate that and that's all i got um one thing i'm trying to do better is stop saying um i'm working on it i promise but i'm here i'm still at camp coker for the night it's about 7 30 i'm sitting on the ponds listening to the ducks just enjoying some much needed downtime gonna get here get this pod edited hopefully get it out at some point tomorrow, I can find Wi-Fi, get it uploaded, and then expect a uh, full-length pod with me and Brad on Thursday or Friday. We're going to try to record on Wednesday, and hopefully you guys still like it. And if you don't, tell us. If you do, tell us. Either way, I probably won't listen and change nothing. I'm just going to keep doing what we're doing because so far it seems to work. But again, guys, I uh, just wanted to thank everybody and thank everybody with the interviews, and let's get to them. Got the girls. I got my girls. We got Kayla and Carly. We got WXC and what is it? AB Women's? A Women's? That, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, we're gonna call it the medium women's. You guys aren't sl- you aren't slow, but you aren't fast. So, um, so let's start with uh, let's start with Kayla. Rough start. Rough start. Rough start. It happens, especially this first full year in XC or WXC. Um. I was worried about you. We we just had this conversation. <laughs> I was sending you some texts because I knew it was going rough. I really but hey, I, like nobody cares about your last race. They only care about the current race. So it was good to get it done with the beginning of the year. But um, let's let's skip all the junk. Let's talk about last weekend. Yes. Great ride. Put it all together. You guys were battling up there. Um, talk about it. How was your race? It was definitely a big improvement. I feel like I made some huge strides in the right direction, finally. Um, yeah, I battled all day, and it was so, 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 so much fun. Like, I actually had fun, and I was only worried about myself and, like, what I could do on the track myself and not worry about what what can she do, what can that person do. Like, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. I have to worry about what I can do, what I'm going to do here, and what they're going to do there. So it was a really, really awesome weekend. I felt good. The bike was 10 out of 10. It was just a really good race. Yeah, and, and we were just talking about that. We were all sitting in the trailer shooting shit, and I think I think that's something that I really picked up from T-Shep's podcast with Stu and, and Caleb. Caleb was thinking about Caleb, and Stu was thinking about Caleb. You just got to think about yourself, and we were just saying, I was just telling the girls, nobody else on the line gives a shit. Like, they don't care. Like, in the best possible way. Not to sound, like, awful, but it's like, when you pull up in line, nobody cares that you're there. Like, yeah, everybody's so worried about themselves. Just focus on your race, ride your race. All right, Carly. 
Carly's been just consistent this year, just knocking it out. Fourth is the worst one of the year. Third. Sorry, sorry. Third. She's podiums just strictly podiums how's your season been going how's how's everything how's the bike talk to me um can i say curse words not like crazy ones but like okay listen this is this is future sponsors could look back on this so you got to watch yourself a little bit but you can you can say whatever you want i don't really care um i kind of forgot your question how's the season going (laughs) that's great um you know i can't really get my shit together i guess i'm looking for a win um it's not really. It hasn't happened yet. I'm, I've been trying to get it all together, piecing other other things to the puzzle, and trying to put it all together. But it's been all right. I'll, I'll s- salvage the day with second and third, but I, I'd rather win than anything. So we're gonna try and make it happen this weekend. I wish this was a video because I'm just rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, you can't. You, you're not salvaging. Seconds and thirds are great rides, especially especially the first four races of the year. I know it's cliche. Everybody says it. You can't win in the first four rounds, but you could definitely lose it. So you're putting yourself in position. Like that's all you can really ask for. So. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather look at it that way, but I know what I'm capable of, and second is kind of not what I want. So I'm trying to, you know, get get my shit together. But we'll get there. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so we're going to pop back to Kayla here. So project performance. Let's hear about that because I'm real interested about it. I don't eat well, and I don't – I don't I, – I, yeah, no. I used to hydrate, but now I just hydrate with Twisted Teas. Um, let's talk about the program here. What do they got you doing? Just give us the quick the quick little rundown of it. Yeah, I'll do the quick run. I could talk about project performance for hours just because the program I'm on, Jared Jordan runs the program. It is awesome. I can't even, like, tell you how happy I am with it and how it's really changed my outlook on my own life and racing and everything. So long story short, I packed up all my stuff, moved to Tennessee for training in the wintertime because I'm from New York and obviously it is still 19 degrees there with snow literally on the ground. But And, and it's not so much the, the, the snow, it's the frozen underneath of it. That's the worst. Exactly. And you'll have a warm day, but it's like we had a hurricane the day before with all that mud. So it's <laughs> literally not even worth it. But so, yeah, I got... Last year, I thought I was doing everything in my power to prepare myself for a weekend, and that was probably getting six, five hours of sleep because I stay up all night on my phone and waking up in the morning, feeling like I'm going to throw up an hour before, like just waking up at 8.30 when I got to be at the line at 10, which is totally fine, but for me and how my body, that's not good, and I wake up, have a strawberry, <laughs> rip the crust off my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, have a bite of that, a bite of a banana, and call it a day, and I'm like, why am I getting tired? Like, why do I feel like butt? after I race and then I got uh, I don't want to say hooked up because that's kind of weird but we got linked up with Jared we saw his Facebook post him and my dad were talking for a while and the program on is amazing I wake up it's all about fueling your body and obviously it's different for every single person based on your height weight and age so obviously for me it would be completely different for somebody like you but we're gonna pause for a second we're just we're we're sitting right next to the track we got all the all the pros out here pedaling the track and shit overachievers (laughs) fucking jesse ansley out here i'm gonna talk to him at some point this weekend but just overachievers out here just decked out in ktm gear what the fuck You're wasting your time. The track's going to change, guys. <laughs> I'm a real pro over here, okay? We'll bike it after the next race. But, yeah, so I have a program set up for me, and I just feel like I don't know how to, like, explain it because it's so different for everybody. So I wake up three hours before my race, and I have a, a full meal, and then I have a pre-race, which is 
the most crucial part, which is like about, I'm pretty sure I have mine between 8.30 and 9. And then even afterwards, like it's, it's so funny because as soon as I'm off the track and finish, I'm already prepping for the next race. And it's just, it's super awesome and it worked. And it's really, really, really great in the program and everything. And even like Jared, we have, I've had sessions with him before with riding and it just it is it has improved me and my body and my fitness and my nutrition and my performance on the bike so much shorty's jack <laughs> she's ripped <laughs> so and and i think that's even something i picked up on in your post after the race and stuff you're never you're never complaining about you or or the race was tough it's always like hey i had bike problems or hey like it just you know what i mean like the day didn't line right. up it was never it was never oh i'm like i'm not there yet i'm not in the air like i'm not ready for the season right. so i think that speaks volumes already because i've seen a lot of people come off bitching about how crappy the track was and yeah. how out of shape they felt and it's like you got to put the work in all year yeah. And I feel like me personally, I hate to be like, blame the track or like blame my bike because my bike problems all rooted for me. It was my fault. Fully, I take full blame for it. And that's why it continually got worse each round. Yeah, yeah. let's clear that up. I'm not talking shit about her no, bike no, problems. No. <laughs> um, it's just a clutch problem. Yeah, uh, fully, aftermarket. Fully my fault. I, I lever. absolutely, totally my fault. Florida race fried my clutch. Sorry. And then my plates got warped. Totally my fault fully my fault my v3 kawasaki bike is 10 out of 10 truly not to not blowing smoke up nobody's butt no truly like i love 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 my bike and the team that i'm on everything's perfect yeah so that was my next question how's the bike doing how's how's that side of the program the bike is awesome i got a 2022 kx250 and it's awesome uh v3 i ride for v3 off-road and he does my suspension and the bike's truly really awesome i love it cool speaking of bikes carly <laughs> Made the big switch. I was in Choppy's ear all last year behind the scenes. I knew this was all going down. I was telling Choppy, I'm like, got to get her on a four stroke, got to get her on the four stroke. So went from the 150 XCW. Now you're on the 250 SXF. How's that change? How's it been? How's the bike? Talk about it. It was uh, it was definitely humbling at first, you know, getting on a 250 and, and being a lot smaller and, and you know. For, for the record, first day we rode the bike, I had to take it on and off the sand for you the whole day. <laughs> I just want to just want to make that clear. So, yeah, it's a big change. I still can't get mine on and yeah. off the sand. <laughs> I've gotten better. It's just massive. The bike, like, it's better now. I think now that I'm used to it, it felt much bigger than the 150, but I, I love it. It's, it's probably one of the better choices I've made. I mean, I had a lot of people, you know, like, not doubting me, but... A lot of people weren't on the same like level or ideal that I had with it and a lot of people were kind of doubting me and even you know close people and I, I had to kind of make it work and I was determined to make it work I, I wanted it to work and here she is <laughs> Uh, we'll give the listeners a little background she didn't have a choice but to make it work <laughs> and i and i made that clear because i was seeing it from both sides i was you know talking to her dad chopper and i was talking to her and i was like listen like if you're gonna say like the bike's gonna be a change you gotta you gotta make that bike work because it's 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 not like you have this a, a big huge program behind you so making a change like that's a pretty big deal and so far you're making it work the consistency is is definitely there yeah i feel i feel 10 times faster than i did like last season i, I mean i put in a decent amount of work in the winter you know riding and, and working <laughs> working pretty hard trying to make the, the 250 like uh better for me you know because being being smaller you know shorter arms shorter legs you know it's kind of it's a little rough but 
but just when you're moving, you're good. Like that's what my thing is. Like if I'm just moving, I'm fine. Moving and grooving. Yeah. yeah. If you could keep the damn bike off the ground. Yeah, yeah. That that's it too. You know, like if I if I wreck, it's I'm I, I get up really slow. Like I usually it takes me a second. <laughs> Same, but most of the time it's because I'm contemplating my life. <laughs> <laughs> if I crash, it's probably better off that I just stay there. But so yeah, um, great to catch up with both you girls. Me and Brad already talked about it. We want to bring you guys on and uh, and really talk about the women's side of the sport and even the uh, bridging the gap between you know riding you know minis and then taking this step up into the the even the c class the b class the a class women's however they want to justify it into the wxc so for sure appreciate you guys thank you anybody you want to thank kayla oh i'm not prepared for this you don't have to thank everybody but you know just hit a couple whatever you want to do my whole team project performance v3 larry don sylvia my mom and dad focus x everybody love jerry (laughs) jerry's my guy (laughs) how about you car uh definitely my mom my dad a lot of guys, you know, back at home that I ride with. Um, that's really it. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate it. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought that was I thought that was a twist of tea. All right, we're gonna start over again. All right, all right. We got Braden here with uh, Trail Jester's KTM team running A250 this year. Um, SXF, right? Are you running XCF? SXF. Um, well, finish. It's, you know, on, like, you look it up, it's an XCF if I post anything. It's all converted over. We just like the, I think it's the different transmission or whatever in the SX, but it's all, like, it's got the 18 rear on it. It's got all the guards and everything. So, I mean, it's essentially an XCF. I remember a couple years ago when they made the split, everybody was, like, changing transmissions, and it was all secret, secret, fancy, fancy. Um, so... Talk, looking back a little bit to last year, finished the year strong. Um, we were talking earlier. He um, came down from New York and did a couple of ECAs to finish out the year, ran strong there. And then um, you were just telling me you had a, um, a injury over the all season that you got corrected. Um, let's talk about that and, and how you're doing from there. Yeah, no, so towards the end of uh, last year, I had some pain, like, down the side of my butt cheek, down my lower leg, and I didn't think nothing of it. I mean, we're racers. We get pains all the time, so... Um, I just kind of went with it, and after a while, it just started impeding on, like, my life, training, and everything. So we got it checked out, and doctor said I had a herniated disc. I think it was L4, L5. So my lower back, and uh, we had to make a decision on what to do, injections, surgery. So we talked to, like, four different people, and at the end of the day, we decided just to get the surgery and get it over with to fix the problem, not then, like, hide the problem with injections or anything like that. So I just had surgery probably two months ago. Um... Just started racing three or four weeks ago. So, I mean, I'm feeling good now. Just trying to get everything back going, you know what I mean? Especially after being out for so long. Just trying to train and get back to it. But, yeah, no, it was definitely a little bump in the road, but it's not a big deal at all. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, like I said, I I wasn't even... Not that I didn't notice that you were here. I definitely noticed at the first round that you weren't in the results, but I didn't really think too much of it. And then I was talking with a friend, and they were saying how you had surgery. So, um you had me fooled we came out of it uh at the last gncc uh, at bigger buck and and ran in the top 10 um how'd your race go how was everything how's it feel to be back on the bike yeah it went good um just at the beginning of the race i told myself treat it like 
Uh, I was just having fun, honestly. I wasn't trying to go out and win anything. I just want to see where I was at, especially my first three-hour back. So I went out, had some fun, just tried to get a flow going the whole race and see where I ended up. So I ended up pretty good. I was in the top ten, so I'm happy with that. But I definitely want to start being up there top five and everything. Yeah, and, and that A250 class, again, we talked about this a couple minutes ago, it is absolutely stacked. So, I mean, the top ten right off the injury, your first race back is, uh, in my book, that's a pretty – a, a pretty good sign, uh, hopefully, of how your season's going to go. Um, what's it like having an off season where you can't train and where you're not you're not able to be on the bike? We have the we have the most unprofessional friends around here. I tell you. Um, back to my question: What's it feel like? How did you manage not being able to ride this winter? I know, like with me, I had a, a small injury in, in at the end of last year, and I took some time off, and it was killing me. I can only imagine on on your level. So. Um, Talk us through that. How's it affect your your planning going into next year, and how's it affect you? Yeah, I, I mean, t- towards the beginning of like when I got surgery and when we figured it all out, it's definitely it's definitely a big bummer, and it, it's hard on you know yourself mentally because you know everyone else is down south training and doing everything they possibly can, while you can't really do much because you know you're laying in your bed, and you can't really move. So it's definitely hard mentally, but you have to just surround yourself with positive people and look in the future and just be positive about everything you can't dwell on anything that's happened you just got to push forward and do as much as you possibly can and just try and get back riding as soon as you can too yeah and like i said to kayla nobody cares about the last race it's only about this race so i mean i there's no good time to have an injury or to have you know problems but the beginning of the season's probably better than the end so now's a great time it'll uh get you back here get to summer break and uh get moving on to the end of the season so uh who do you want to thank uh well first anything you're looking forward to this weekend you've been out on the track yet let's let's talk about we're at camp coker here um how's the track look what's your feelings for this weekend what's your goals um yeah i mean i haven't really looked at the track too much yet i looked at a few spots it looks good i mean usually this track every year is a lot of fun um we've got sand it's got this motocross track here that's pretty fun and i'm just looking forward to it honestly try and improve on what i had last weekend just some of the things that i felt like i could improve on so see where we end up and do my best yeah man i'm super excited the track looks fun so far so it's gonna be a good week good day tomorrow um who do you want to thank i know you got child dressers to thank but anybody else you want to give a shout out to yeah i'd like to give a shout out to my mom and dad one because they just you know help me out in every way possible and making decisions for me and just all this stuff out here so um i'd like to thank steve hatch too he's been a huge help just talking me through everything and like what to do and decision making with everything and uh just the whole drill justice team them helping me with everything out like understanding that i have surgery and i can't race and just supporting me through all of it so i appreciate it yeah also that support thanks man appreciate it have a great tomorrow figure it out all right we're gonna try this again i think i got it now okay i definitely got it now got neil edmund here uh a250 or a open sorry gncc's um neil the consistency you've had this year is is really been a match especially in the a open class um talk about what's what's put you there because you've been a, a a pretty front runner in the a open class in the past but this year you've just been the consistency's just been unmatched where yeah how'd you get there for me, it's just confidence. Like this is my third year running GNTC, so it's really like, for I just feel like it's time to step up and kind of fill the shoes of the the GNTC guys. Like when I first came to GNTC two years ago, when I would see like JoJo Cunningham come past me on the first lap, it was mind blowing. I just didn't think I'd be able to like pull out that sort of speed. And here we are, two years later. We got an amateur podium last week on a straight up like dry, dusty track. 
I'd been up there before, and it, they were always on more technical tracks. So now I just feel like the speed is there. Uh, but training is everything. I've been down south uh, since the first of the year. I'm yet to go home. I'm actually super excited for Camp Coker to be over so I can go back home, sleep in my own bed for a night. But just training is everything. I'm working with Hi-Fi Coaching, and just everyone over there is super helpful. Anything from like, what vitamins should I take? Like, what should I do today? I'm not really feeling like a moto today is working. Maybe I should go for a pedal. Like everything is super fluid, and it's just so helpful. You hit on a couple things there. Um, yeah, first thing I wanted to mention to to note on is, um, yeah, last year at Snowshoe. You were top amateur and then this year you pulled it out at georgia two totally different rounds um so i think that shows a lot especially in, in how far you've come and where you're at consistency wise um and then yeah the the program um i think that's something that a lot of people miss i mean it's easy for me to say big c rider over here but um uh, it's something that i this podcast has really started pushing me is it's, it's about fun man if you're not having fun there's no sense in doing it so if you can grind out five days a week motos it doesn't matter you know what i mean you can show up on sunday if you're not enjoying it what's it matter um what made you pick a open over 250 or not so much a lights but um between the 250 and the, the open class it seems that most people tend to go 250 um what's your reasoning there what's your thinking uh, talk us through the decision it's actually pretty simple it was cheaper I was in AT50 last year, went through two bikes. Um, they both got pretty roached out, and I feel like they were pretty underpowered against some of the people in the class. So we went to A Open. I'm on, I've been on the same bike for the entire season so far, race and practice. It's been holding up great. And I really just wanted my own class to really stretch my legs and make my own name. And I saw what Will Piper did last year. He, he won most of the rounds, and then he came into A250 towards the end of the year really, really competitive. So I was really looking to do that, sort of develop a reputation for someone towards the front, and then move back to A250 next year, even the late in this year. But there's been a lot of good people in A Open this year so far. Like, Absolutely. there's That class is not slacking by any means. Um, was that you or me? I think that's you. My phone don't ever ring. Look at me being unprofessional. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that class is not a slouch by any means. I mean, uh, and you've proved it with your overall results. So uh, it was just an interesting to me. I know everybody just flies to that 250 class, and I even noticed it on my own account. I mean, I would love to be able to have a 350 just to ride you know even events like working events for the clubs and stuff just to take the strain off a of 250 because after a while man you notice you put a fresh fist in a 250 and you're like oh shit like i should have did this 30 hours ago right right um so talk about what you're thinking here for the next step i know we're real early in the season but uh, what are your goals what are you thinking what's the game plan what do you got Honestly, game plan is just to stay where I'm at. I want to keep doing well. Uh, the people in my class are getting pretty close, like Cole Whitmer in particular. Like I thought I had a stellar ride at Tiger Run, and he was only a minute off me at the end of the day. He's been riding super well. Um, and like Nathan Rector, he's also super fast. Got a, like He snuck by me in Georgia in the last two miles. I just barely edged him back out. But is. I just really want to stay where I'm at, keep progressing towards the top of the amateur podium on a consistent basis. And and 
you're totally taking the steps to do that and it shows um anybody you want to thank who's who's got your back um who do you got to talk who do you got to who do you got to give your thanks to uh first off town and country cycle uh mom and pop shop back in new jersey um I'm actually from Pennsylvania, but I've been working with them for a lot of years. Um, SRT Off-Road, to be without SRT this year, I probably wouldn't still be here. Uh, they're just, they came through in a big way. And just Craig at SRT is just awesome. Factory Connections, killer, FMF, Fly Racing, 9-2 goggles, just everyone's behind me. Oh, Blood Lubricants has been huge for me. They just been killing. I've been rocking their Blood Lubricants canopy over an Auxiliary Pro, just looking awesome. Yeah, man. It's been cool to see, and uh, hope you continue uh, tearing it up this year. Yeah, for sure. I hope to keep the momentum rolling. And now that we got all the, the important stuff out of the way, I just got to say, these boys are the epitome of grind. We're in the camper right now. They got the Xbox set up. I walked in here. The music is jamming. Got the cooking, the the chicken on the grill. They got the stack of tires in the corner. It's it's awesome to see the just the clear love of the sport and the grind to get it done so appreciate you guys and 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 keep grinding yeah the setup's awesome (laughs) (laughs) thanks man all right so i got shelby and thorn uh it's been a minute haven't seen you guys in a little bit so it's good to catch up with you guys um been following all year both you guys putting together some pretty awesome results um and consistent results which is almost more important when from my eyes i mean don't really mean much to me but um so let's talk about it uh what's been what's been going on this year i haven't really i haven't had a chance to catch up with you guys at all so just fill me in what's uh what's the program like what we got going on yeah absolutely um i had a big change up this year going back to uh, husqvarna um last year i was on husqvarna was 2017 then um i went to gas gas and i went to beta um for two years each so four years combined and um i had a lot of success in 2017 on um, a husqvarna so when i was trying to make the jump back to kind of getting back uh to where i know my roots started with my success um i figured i might as well go back to where i last had it and that was a husqvarna so um luckily luckily i was able to get some husky support um and a uh, gentleman Billy Ole out of um, West Virginia picked me up. Uh, he's just a family-owned team, and he loves racing. His boy went to college and and moved out, so um, he still wanted to go racing, and basically adopted me as his boy to go racing with. So um, it's been it's been different for me. It's been really really fun because it's just it's a family-ran team. There's no stress. There's no bs it's just it's just straight to the point yeah dude it's just it's racing and that's that's what we do it we do it for fun and and a little bit of money on the side is is great always but um having fun and and staying healthy is key so that's that's been a big big part of me this year um i struggled a lot last year mentally just uh with bikes and stuff and if you're not there all mentally it's it's a long season it's a long three hours but it's a long season so um this year um we're five round five rounds into gncc well four rounds into gncc five tomorrow and uh man it's going quick it's it's almost like i think it's so enjoyable that for me it's been so enjoyable that the races are just clicking by so but we're on what is this week 10 week 10 for us with sprints and this going back to back of racing so 
I'm really excited to get tomorrow under our belt and then head home, have a weekend off, and have some Easter time with the family. So Your boy Edmonds had the same thing to say. They're ready to go home. Yeah, pretty much. It's, dude, we've been gone since Christmas, and it's a, it's a lot. You go on vacation for two weeks. By the second end of the second week, you're ready to go home and get back to work. So um, we're, we're kind of doing the same thing. We're just, we've been on the roads literally since Christmas. And uh, it's it's time to go back and kind of rejuvenate a little bit. So I'll uh, pass the mic here to Shelby. I can't remember the question. Talk to so long. Yeah, just talk to it. <laughs> now, how's your season going? Uh, what's your program like this year? What do you got going on? Yeah, I'm having a solid season so far. Uh, my program this year is kind of like it has been in the past. I, I'm contracted to race Enduro Cross. Um, unfortunately... <clears throat> the Enduro Cross series starts really late in the year. It starts around August, so there's not a whole lot going on between, you know, January to August for me. Um, they do have that hard Enduro series going on. Um, it's just not quite in the cards for me to be driving back and forth yet. And, you know, I contemplated some injury things and wasn't sure so sure if the Extreme Enduro was quite the right route for me. Um, just... So I decided that I'd go sprint racing and ride some GNCCs and just see how everything felt. And yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. I've been doing well. She um, played it really safe. She went and decided to do GNCC. Wow, well, yeah. She played it, played it safe. Yeah. You, can't, you can't be taking the questions out of my mouth. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it's been fun. Um, the sprints are a little bit different than what I've been used to. And Taylor and Corey are just on a new, on a new level. So um, I've been trying to chase them down. And I've been successful a couple of rounds. I've uh, caught caught them in a few tests and have a couple of test wins and stuff but that's been good and then the gncc game i i am getting better but it's uh it's its own it's its own world out there in the morning and uh there's a lot of riders out there and there's a lot of carnage going on so we're getting better there too and just focusing on you know getting faster and uh hopefully getting better results at the six day too so it's kind of what we got going on the consistency that you guys have had at the the sprints has been awesome to see just Thorn the Husky looks that bike looks better than most of the factory bikes it really does and I don't know if it's just because you're exactly what you said that comfortable and that just hyped with the program um, but it definitely shows and and Shelby it, your results overall have been impressive especially coming from that Endora cross background and and we kind of joke me and Brad joke that you know we don't deal with the west coast shit we're just east coast um <laughs> But it's hard not to take into account when you've been so dominant out there. So it's cool to see it it, it, it come over. Um, so then is that the plan for the rest of the year? Just sprints and GNCCs? Or I know you said you're going to have Endora Cross at the end of the year. But anything else that you guys plan on hitting? Any Anything special or anything new going on? Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, I'll be uh, racing for Team Canada at the ISTE and uh, where is it, France this year. So uh, I'm gearing up to do that and end of august and then i'll probably do like the tennessee knockout and some of the east rounds for the extreme enduros and uh yeah try and hit as many gnccs and sprints as i can yeah no I'm, i'll be uh finishing out the sprint series here that should be done in maybe a month or so here so um i really haven't decided what's going to really fill in the blank there to because the sprints have really been they kind of been my bread and butter um and so they've they've been really nice but i'm definitely going to to stay training and stuff because gncc's we stop in the summer and then um once it starts back in the fall it still trickles in just a little bit so uh 
racing is a form of income. It's my only income for me right now. So I got to stay racing. So in the summer, I'll definitely be racing probably a lot of locals. And um, I'm definitely going to hit some J-Day events for sure. That's kind of been on my forecast for this year just because um, they're they're really badass events and uh, they have good payouts too. So, But my one of my main goals actually is to get to some local ECEA races again, um, maybe, maybe some D6, but more than likely just ECEAs. Yeah, and, and you're definitely a crowd favorite coming home. Everybody loves to see you come back, and, and me too. I'm in the crowd. Woo! But, uh, yeah, well, hey, thank you guys. Anybody uh, anybody in particular you need to thank? I do want to make note, Thorne's working on his goggles right now and running the tear-off gaskets. Dude, they're a game-changer for me. I ran them last year at Mountaineer, and I was like, I hate roll-offs with a passion. So being able to just run stacks on stacks and not have to worry about the water has been awesome. So, you know, tear-off gasket, if you're listening, we need more sponsors, just saying. (laughs) But Yeah, well, it's nice now. The first time I ordered it took like three months to get them, and the last time I ordered them, they may or may not have come directly from some crazy dude's house in South Carolina. So that was nice. But, uh, yeah, anybody you guys need to thank or, or who you want to give your love to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, we've been living on the road for three months. So living in a camper three months with my girlfriend, Shelby, uh, obviously got to give a big thank you to her. We're going stir crazy for 10 weeks straight racing, good weekends, bad weekends. Somehow we live in this small 25-foot camper, and uh, we're both still didn't kill each other. And we're both alive. So. Of course, got to thank Shelby, um, my entire team, 760 Motorsports. Literally, without them, I wouldn't, I won't be racing GNCCs and stuff this year. So, that's that's my them and uh, TI Designs. They're they're a huge sponsor for us. Graphics company. Um, they're local, North Carolina. And if uh, if you need a sticker on anything, literally anything, they will make a sticker for it. So. Uh yeah, I gotta thank Thorne for all the support and my my parents back home for all the help and everything that they give me they're pretty bummed out that they can't come every weekend to watch being so far away but uh and just gotta thank ktm fxr elegant cabinetry atlas brace uh form of boots and everyone else who supports me year in year out and just keep doing this keep having some fun uh, well hey appreciate it thank you guys for giving me some uh, some of your time good luck tomorrow solid got Ryder Lafferty with me first XC2 win of the year and end of your career talk me through it I, you looked in control all day is, is that how you felt how'd your race go it was pretty pretty good um not I wouldn't say you know it's never e- like it may look easy but it's it's tough you know I mean my bike's pretty dialed like I haven't changed a whole lot from what Johnny's setup was but because I think me and him are kind of similar how we ride but I felt good, you know, like you guys were saying before, this is like home a little bit, you know, and uh, a little sandy, hard packed, and when we were in Florida, this is what I was riding, so I felt good, I just wanted to control it, and you know, Doug, my mechanic, he had me fired up before the race, it's like, let's do it, so I ain't gonna, you know, it's never gonna come to me, you gotta go out and get it, so that's what I did. Yeah, we talked, I may or may not have messed this up once already, but... We're back here for round two, fixing it. Um, yeah, we talked earlier in the week, and and we talked about how close it is to home. I rode this morning. The track was just like home, and I had a blast this morning. So, um, was there was is there something that that made you take this leap? Now I know you've been on the podium this year um, twice, right? 
So what was what did it take to get to the top top of the box? Was there anything in particular? I know you said the bike the bike's good, but but what is it that pushed you over the edge? Uh, I don't know. I think just things coming together. Like you know, before I was kind of a lone wolf doing all this on my own and just you know r trying to race and trying to make the best out of it. Didn't really have the as much support as all these other guys, and and now I got lucky. I'm fortunate. I have have that support, and these guys are busting their butt. Like you know, as we speak, they're tearing down the down tearing down the rig so you know they put in as much work as i do so i want to reward them with a win and, and do good for what you know for the work that they put in you know I, before i used to be the type of guys like kind of didn't trust anybody kind of lone wolf and and now it's kind of i'm i've got a family here and you know i'm i'm pumped to to you know you know race and everything like it's it's been going good so i've always wanted this it's just right time perfectly said it's the right time everything ha happens how it should and it's 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 showing and you got a great shot now to finish out the year strong um i can't wait to watch and see how it plays out who you got to thank oh man there's so many but the whole coastal racing factory gas gas team dunlop tires wp hpd um canic doug barry um moose racing cd boots and um showy helmets um everybody else thank you Thanks, Ryder. Appreciate it. Thank you.